Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of our show this afternoon. We were joined for the first time, I'm definitely not the last because he was great value, by a Scottish comedian and football fan, Partick Thistle fan, mm. Ray Bradshaw joined us. And yeah. uh, he was on good form. But knows his stuff and he's a funny man, Paul. That's all we need, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. That's exactly what we wanted. Um, we also uh, chatted to Malcolm Payne, the Telegraph's chess correspondent, who brought us more details on a story we touched on yesterday about about uh, an AI chess-playing robot that went rogue. Yes. Um, with disastrous results. Um, also, um, we had a bit of a chat, as we always, did, didn't we? We? Did. we had some racing, didn't we? We had live racing with Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly, and if, uh, that uh, conversation, as it often does, deteriorated, as you'll uh, hear. So, <laughs> that's all that. Us having a chat, you getting involved. Here we go. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. I know the big news is that Torquay United beat Exeter City in a pre-season friendly. I know that's mm. you've been covering that since Weren't Saturday. as keen to promote the fact that um, Josh Widdicombe's Plymouth Argyle gave you, was it a 5-0 cuffing I or didn't, 5-1? I didn't count that. Pre-season means nothing, Paul. Oh, OK. That's it. Until you play Exeter and win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we beat the City. Did mm. you see that 1-0? Bang! Did they put out... Thrashed them, Paul. Did they put out a bit Thrashed of a B them. team? They're, they're the only team in the, in the country, Exeter City, that haven't signed a player. Paul. That's because no one wants to play for them because they're so dreadful. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> okay. Everybody hates them, so no one's mm. signing for them. They haven't signed a player, Exeter City. Really? But, yeah, you, you sure they're the only team in the country who haven't I signed know. a player? I'm sure someone will tell me very quickly. Mm. Okay. I've not forgotten how Talksport works. Yes, I've had a week course. off. <laughs> That's it. Um, well, did but, you have a lovely holiday, Charlie? Had a very nice holiday in Cornwall. <clears throat> but I just wanted to bring up the fact that um, <clears throat> so Talk United's fans, you know, Really enjoyed the win, Paul. Yeah, they would do, yeah. yeah. But there's a major bugbear of mine that is creeping in. It's, it's Twitter. It's Twitter that does it. Yeah. Which is when people go, look at them celebrating a goal in a preseason. Let people celebrate, Paul. Yeah. It's the celebration police. I know. These people. Just yeah. like, oh, yeah. Look at you. Sad. Look at you. Sad. Enjoying your, going to football to enjoy yourself. <laughs> Awful. It may end up being the high point of your season. If people want to celebrate, let them celebrate, Paul. They've paid their money to get in. They're having a nice time. Well, I believe it was Cool and the gang who said, celebrate good times, come on. (laughs) Exactly. I think they spoke for the nation there, didn't they? they All football fans who've won a... Pre-season friendly. I think exactly. Yeah. There we are. So we thrashed Exeter, which is very good. Yes, in Cornwall, Paul, on the, on the beach. Yeah, oh, nice, yeah. In Cornwall, in, uh, in uh, the north coast of Cornwall. You ever, nice. been, you ever been, Paul? Um, what, tell me some... Uh, give me... Newquay. I've been to Newquay, yeah. That's I've been to Newquay. That's sort of not the nicest bit of it, no, no, but you no, can no. have a good night I've out been, in Newquay. I've been down that way, yeah. 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 
we were in a place called Morgan Porth, very nice, nice little nice. beach there. Mm-hmm. Tide goes in and out, you know, and so it's a yeah. lot of surf. I mean, tide goes in and out. Yeah, I was going to say, it's breaking <laughs> news. Yeah. And, uh, but you did, you, you made a purchase, which leads us on to one of the things yes. you want to get the listeners on this today. This is what I've been bringing up. So yeah. you do a lot of surfing, surfing everywhere mm. in Cornwall, surfing and bodyboarding everywhere. Some people who shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. But are there in, in the wetsuits pool and everyone's in a wetsuit or getting on their bodyboards and going in the sea. Yeah. And, you know, absolutely brilliant fun, obviously. We've never had bodyboards in right. our little family. Um, my son was there. Why don't we buy some bodyboards, Dad? Mm. Let's buy some bodyboards. And I was like, I'll, let's hire, you can hire them. Let's hire them. That'll mm. be all right. You know, eight, eight quid for the day. I thought, that's all right. We'll cope with that. But he went, no, let's buy them because we're going to do it again. You know, we'll do it yeah. again. You know, this mm. was the first day. Mm. You know, we were here for four days. You know, let's, let's say, oh, I was like, oh, okay. But then I thought, this is the worst possible place to buy <laughs> the bodyboard yeah. in the UK. The, the UK's surfing capital <clears throat> in a little shop next to the <clears throat> beach yeah. is the worst possible place to buy a bodyboard. And it was, of course, 25 quid more expensive. Wow. Can you hire one? Wasn't way I could have had one. He didn't want to do that. I and mean, I was trying to keep him happy. He's 15. Right, OK. Um, you know how it is. Uh, so I thought... When what? you're going to be able to use it again in Oxford. I mean, you're really... <laughs> It's not going to get a lot of use. It's the Oxfordshire Coast Guard. It's going to sit. It's going to sit in a cupboard, isn't it? Yeah, landlocked Oxford. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. That was the very worst place in time to make that particular purchase. I thought that, and I thought this must have happened all the time. I remember my dad bought a golf hat yeah. at the Ryder Cup. I was like, oh, oh, Dad, come on. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, all the places you could have you're got. Gonna, <laughs> but I don't buy a box of balls here. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Well, look. So maybe the listeners can come through with some examples exactly. of that. Talksport.com, text 8 to 89, tweet TSH and J. Leicester haven't signed anybody either. Oh, okay. Uh, that's come from Not a couple of listeners have told us that. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Worried Leicester fans. Yeah. Now, uh, you will recall when England were doing rather well in the, in the Euros and the World Cup. Um, well, it was certainly in the World Cup. It was all about uh, Gareth Southgate and that waistcoat. Oh, yes. And everybody was wandering around in their waistcoats yeah. and a T-shirt, 80 degrees, T-shirt and waistcoat and shorts, <laughs> which they went and bought from M&S. Well, there's been a similar uplift in the world of uh, women's football. Yeah. Uh, Serena Wiegmann, the coach, you've probably noticed, has been wearing a navy blue power suit. Yes. Uh, this also, not my, but this is the words of the Telegraph, not me, a navy blue power suit uh, from also m who, oh, okay. uh, uh, 67 quid okay. and it, it's it's selling well apparently they've sales of it have, uh, have doubled uh, over the last the Serena effect is it apparently we're told in the papers uh, and a fashion expert said that it sends a let's get down to business message yep. to players wearing wearing a suit whereas like the waistcoat that. didn't particularly did it the waistcoat was a bit sort of jaunty. Let's get I down thought. to the casino. It sort of said, didn't it? Really? Let's get down the snooker club. Let's get down the snooker club. It did send a different, a different yeah. message. She's brilliant, isn't she? I've been, I've watched the whole tournament. I've, yeah. I've absolutely, I've absolutely loved it. Yeah. She is fantastic. The difference she makes, the decisions she makes, the cool heads she shows. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Well, in that, on that basis, I expect to see you in the Serena Wigman light blue well, power suit, sixty-seven quid. I wonder but, if they do they do XXL. Have you got a trademark look, Talksport? Yeah, Are you known for wearing something? Yeah, you know? Here nice. he comes, old 
floppy out George. I don't know. I'm just coming. <laughs> what do you wear? What do you call him? What do you call you? <laughs> I do, you are just got a bit of a trademark look that people. Yeah. Maybe it gets worked into a nickname. I don't know. But yeah, that's um, a nice idea. Do let us know. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text two eight ten eighty nine or tweet to T S H and J this afternoon. Now at, at my place, at the, the home of the uh, of the world famous home of the Spurs, uh, Lady Gaga plays this weekend. Oh. Um, pre-season friendly against Spurs. No, yeah. not really. Of course, her and the road crew. And no, it, she's got she's got a gig there. And I just wondered if Tottenham fans are going. We have this thing at Spurs. I'm sure a lot of clubs have it. And uh, like we're, I don't, know, we'd be playing Man United, and we'll go one 0 up after two minutes, and everybody yeah. just goes, "That's too early." Oh, yeah, too yeah, early. Yeah, yeah, definitely too early. So I wonder if Gaga comes on and she starts with poker face. Tottenham fans going. Oh, it's too early. It, yeah. It's too early. She's, <laughs> too, and she's going to finish on some just, new material. Just annoy the crowd now. Just annoy <laughs> them. Yeah. <laughs> just just too early. Unlikely, I would think. Um, anything else, Charlie? We want some music, don't we? We're gonna, oh, yeah. That, that's the other thing we want from yeah, people. We want, to, we want to celebrate ahead of our uh, live game tonight with some suitable tunes to cheer the England girls on. Yeah. And we've come up with a couple to kick you off. So we'll come out of... Uh, I think we'll go in and come out of the breaks. Let's set the Jamie to work today. That'd be nice. With your songs and a few of ours. So let's kick you... I mean, we're saying based on names, aren't we, Paul? Yeah, based, based on, on the names. names. You can and, let your uh, imagination run wild. You can think... Can be the song title or the artist. That's right. That's, that's fine. Song title it? or the artist, tying into uh, one of the players... Uh, in the England squad. Have we got one lined Sweden's. up? Have we, Paul? Have I we think got we've one? got one. Okay. Let's kick ah, you off of with this. You've probably guessed already. Yeah. But Charlie will confirm any second now. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> Look, longer than I remember. Yes. Charlie! I'm Billy Brightside. There we are. There we are. You get the idea with that. You won't sing them all, don't Billy worry. Billy Brightside, I won't sing them all. But uh, yeah, sing send, them all. Some of your song suggestions that tie into the girls uh, playing this evening against Sweden. Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker on Talk Sport. Lucy. Course for Lucy Bronze. Yes. We'll be up to have a fine game. Some uh, very good ones scene. coming in, Paul. Yes, do keep your songs ne- coming. Never underestimate these listeners. They, no. they, they bring us some brilliant answers. They always. do. They've been telling us about their um, worst place to buy purchases. <laughs> and Tom, the, the Baggies fan, very pleased with himself. Uh, I went to Greece last month, got my full face snorkel from Amazon before going. 22 quid. Got ridiculed by my mates for carrying it. They bought theirs in Greece for £69. Ah, there we are. Who had the last laugh, Tom? You and Jeff Bezos, obviously. Where not to buy things? Went to watch PSG v Mets last game Mm. of the PSG season. Mbappe contract celebration. Thought we'd treat ourselves to a PSG shirt after the game. So we went to the club shop on the Champs-Élysées and they want €180 for a plain away shirt. Check the night website. 65 quid delivered to our door at home when we got back. So he didn't get he didn't get he didn't get fished in, did he? Oh, okay. well, I'm rich, well, I'm rich from Bristol. Well done. The very worst place and time to buy anything off the back of Charlie's body board. Talksport.com. Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet T S H and J. Paul Hawksby and 
Charlie Baker on Talk Sport. Thanks for all your songs. Yeah, um, loads of songs coming in. Yeah, we've got plenty coming in. If you, you wanted to know um, what was your look, what was your signature look? Yeah, you that's right. Serena Vigman's power Serena suit. Serena Vigman's power suit apparently is selling out in M&S much as Gareth's waistcoat did. It's yeah. the new look. Uh, Blue the Goon's been in touch. Uh, a, pro- a propensity for wearing shirts with the top few buttons undone mm. in my younger days. Briefly earned me the nickname <laughs> Riviera. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't take That's much, does it? it? Riviera. Yeah. One of my mates, when 14 years old, rocked up in an adult cricket uh, game dressed in a tight England top. England shorts and socks with sliders. The older boys thought he was uh, a typical Brett abroad and nicknamed him Magaluf. <laughs> Never shook it off. Even his teachers started calling it, says Tom the Manchester United yeah, fan. So your trademark look... Yes. That- uh, maybe uh, haunted you. Uh, so, as we said, we're going to be bringing you associated tunes for the girls this evening ahead of the game against uh, Sweden. And uh, what have we got next? Let's find out. Oh, boy, Sound of silence, Simon yeah, and Garfunkel. I think it might it? be. That's right. The buttons have got to stop. There it is. Probably quite root one. The bottle there by Jill Scott Heron. So uh, oh, nice. do yeah. keep them coming. Let's have your tunes for uh, the England players this evening. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TS, H&J. Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker on Talksport. He's Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker. We're uh, playing tunes this afternoon to uh, celebrate the achievements of the England women so far in Euro 2020. Midnight train to Georgia Stanway, of, of course. course. Beautiful. Glad it's nine the pips. Who suggested that one? We should give someone. him a credit. Oh, Where's it gone? There it is. It was Dave in Chorley. Thank, Thank you, Dave. Dave. Lovely idea. Keep your suggestions coming. Uh, talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089. Tweet by TS. Yeah, none of the pr- ones we predicted so far yet, Paul. No. None of the naughty ones that we thought no, no, they'll we come in. None so of them have come in yet. But anyway, uh, keep them coming. Um, anyway, we've got three live races for you this afternoon from Glorious Goodwood, as Fletcher was just telling, including Stradivarius in action in the Goodwood Cup. And joining us as always, our fine commentary team, the Dream Team. Oh, yeah. It is Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly. Good afternoon, both. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, well, I'm looking at pictures at the moment. I mean, it, it looks pretty glorious. I mean, it's not raining. <laughs> I'm sure it's nice and warm, but um, a, a bit overcast by the look of it, Rupert. Uh, a little bit overcast, but then that's fine. That means that Trushan might run because it's not hot to make the ground dry out from a racing perspective. It was, it's been lovely. Yesterday, played golf down down the bottom, the uh, uh, at the uh, golf course down the bottom, managed to win a prize, uh, of which it was cheese, but I'm not going home, so I've had to give the cheese away because if it was still in my Premier in room for a week, it would be Fruity O'Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. And we don't have a fridge there, so... Uh, who, did there you know, who did you donate the cheese to? Uh, 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 one of my teammates. Oh. Uh, so he went away with six bits of cheese. Oh, wow. wow. I mean, what's up? Were they big bits of cheese or small bits of cheese? Uh, sort of thing so you get in a little bit of netting in your supermarket. Well, no, good... No, well, good, oh, Goodwood <laughs> cheese. No, I'm, we're quite cramped in the commentary position and because this is the Qatar Goodwood Festival, we've got mm. the, our colleagues from Qatar and next door to us right. commentating and it is very compact and bijou isn't it Lizzie? Yeah absolutely I mean but to be honest it's freezing so um, the, the, the more, oh, more 
people in here glorious. the better, really. We're in a wind tunnel. Oh, oh okay. Six uh, bits of cheese isn't exactly a Longines watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But in both cases, I've had to give them back. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, what a nightmare. <laughs> but, I, but I've got my free Panama hat and a pair of Go Faster sunglasses from Lizzie. Well, we're so, going to come on to those in a minute, but I do like the idea that if you, if you put that cheese in your pocket and forgot yeah, it, yeah. I mean, Lizzie's saying after day three, we just change your socks, <laughs> Rupert. What's going on? Well, it's a good right. job you're not in Cheltenham, actually, because in Gloucester, if you'd rolled that down a bit down the hill, you'd have had 25 people <laughs> chased right. after it. Definitely. <laughs> now, the glasses. If people go to at TSH&J, you will see the picture of Rupert in, in the glasses. Uh, uh, Charlie, let me just show you the hey, picture oh, of Rupert's yeah, thank you. I'm uh, sunglasses. He's oh, wearing, lovely. Very nice. He's wearing today. I'm trying to think what they look like. Uh, uh, John like Lennon? A, he looks of... like a complete maniac. No. <laughs> 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 they're, they're, Are they they're... upside down, Rupert? Is that the, is that the <laughs> no, style? That is the style, I'm told, by my fashion expert. Okay. The, two, the, the Lizzie and Izzy combo say so that's the way you've got to wear them. Yeah. Uh, I think Lizzie... they're having you on. <laughs> <laughs> Touch the Dennis Taylors, is it? Or there is. I mean, so Dennis Taylor. If jo- Dennis Taylor was a John Lennon fan, yeah. <laughs> if you can imagine that, these are the glasses he'd be wearing. So I think yeah. I look like a bug-eyed alien. Oh, okay. It's oh. <laughs> hard on yourself. What about in the glasses? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, I don't know what they're going to make of that in Qatar. <laughs> yeah, that's, This could be, we're talking today about the, your trademark look, the listeners and their trademark look, and this could be your new look, yeah. Rupert. This is, people would know you for this look from there on. I think, uh, I think I'll, um, I'll just make it my Goodwood look. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, go and check it out. It's TSH&J if you want to see, and, or indeed, uh, at Rupert Bell, uh, Rupert's new glasses. Feel free to comment. Have you, what are people saying about your new glasses, Rupert? I don't know if you've had much uh, feedback yet. Well, um, well, no, it's only just got up so I don't okay. expect that much reaction to well, we'll get, I'm sure we'll get some from our listeners so we'll, we'll, pa- we'll pa- all the positive stuff we'll pass it on to you <laughs> so <laughs> now should we, should we focus yeah. we'll, we'll focus on, on the races you're going to be bringing us uh, this afternoon we've got the 225 the 3 o'clock and of course the Goodwood Cup at 3.35. And I know the, the, the romantic in your Rupert wanting Stranoveris to do it. Yes, well, um, five years ago, he scuppered Big Orange's attempt to win three oh, times in a row. Your brother's yeah. horse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, so uh, I would like him, the romantic in me, five times winning. And if I look to my left, left Trundle Hill is uh, to my left, which is a lovely vantage point overlooking the race course. And there's a big sign saying, thank you, Stradivarius, mm. that they've put up. So hopefully, Andrea Zini has ridden a horse twice before, I think three times before, he's won three times on him, including that first Ascot Gold Cup back in, t- uh, Goodwood Gold Cup in, in uh, 2017. All those years ago. Oh, Where's my life gone? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows where the time goes? Yeah. Anyway, there we go. But anyway, so I, I, I hope he does run well and proves that uh, he goes out on a high from here. If he runs disappointingly, it could be the last time we see him on a race course. But then don't feel too sorry for him because he'll go to stud. It's a good job you're not look, looking at it oh, through yeah. rose-tinted <clears throat> spectacles, which actually might look a bit better than your actual sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Well, I, uh, hey, Charlie, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> lovely to have you on the show. <laughs> it, um, some of the, just some of the things listeners are saying, Charlie Baker, whatever happened to him, yeah. uh, he thinks you look like the character from Despicab- uh, Despicable yeah, Me. Dr. Nefario. Oh, Dr. Yeah. Nefario. Dr. Nefario. Yeah. You do look very similar to him, actually, even without the sunglasses. Uh, I don't know that one, but I'll check it out. Yeah. It's obviously not very complimentary thank you Charlie <laughs> Guy Guy says looks like Elton John's going to do a bit of welding <laughs> <laughs> I can see that 
I can see that, yeah. Anyway, just some of the things they're saying about Rupert's new trademark look. Um, guys, we'll catch up with you later. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly there at uh, Glorious Goodwood, as we said. Three live races for you. We'll keep you in touch with the other results. I'm sure Fletcher do that in his bulletins as the afternoon unfolds. But if you fancy a little bit of fun, just yeah. a fun punt on a little treble, You've, your card has been marked you've by got, Rupert uh, You've got Lizzie. one on, haven't you, Paul? You've got a little uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, Andy, on. Andy Smart, um, uh, Ascot, went through the card, got everything placed and went through the card. So the days that I don't trust our old mate Andy Smart, who always joins us at Cheltenham, who's a top tipster, comedian, ball runner, cheese chaser, Comedy store player, etc. Farnborough fan. And the days I don't follow him, uh, they all come up, all come oh, off. Okay. So I'm not going to make that mistake again. So I've gone through the card, uh, an eight horse accumulator, pound each way. Yeah. And I did say to Andy, if it comes off, I'll buy you a pint. Okay. Because um, I'd win £1.4 million. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the odds are stacked Lovely against though. me. Pretty good. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, we, we shall see. I can't see that one uh, working out. Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker on Talk Sport. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. That one was suggested by Darren, the Baggies fan. Erps, I did it again. It's, it's going to get more it's difficult nearly. as time goes on. As we look at <laughs> We're uh, saluting the girls, uh, cheering them on to victory against Sweden uh, tonight in the European uh, Championship semi-final. And you're coming up with uh, song titles, hopefully, for us that will play throughout the afternoon. It's interesting, I see um, Sky are outside the team hotel, um, which is a nice little country pile, but look at it, nice place for the girls oh, to nice. stay. Yeah. But I mean, there's a hotel right next to the ground. I stayed there a little while ago when I was in Sheffield, a couple of years ago. I mean, basically, you come out, turn left, and you're at... And you're at Bramall Lane. <laughs> Bramall yeah, yeah. Lane. But I suppose it would be a bit much, wouldn't it? I think so. It'd be a bit much just to kind of get, they, you know... They need some grounds to, to walk around, Paul. walk in there. You want some grounds, you want a bit of peace and quiet, don't Big you? coach, and they all get on the the smell of hot dogs coming through the window. Sad <laughs> uh, so day in the world of acting yesterday. Paul Savino died, who uh, Paul, yes. of course, in Goodfellas. And David Warner, great British actor. Yeah, fantastic uh, actor. Morgan, a suitable case for treatments. I film I love. Man, man with two brains. He's fantastic in that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And really also um, Time Bandits, the yeah. evil one. He was great in that. One of those actors who is sort of in everything. You know, yeah. you, you, you don't always recognise him, know his name, but you know, just yeah. in absolutely everything. And always well, a good, always a good performance. I met him in rather bizarre circumstances. Circumstances. Okay. In the in the early eighties, uh, in the states, a trip to the states, met this Australian girl who said, "Oh, I'm coming to England soon, and uh, I'm going to be working in this pub just up in the centre of town." Oh, yeah. So when we all got back, I said, "I'll, I'll come and say hello. I'll come and have a pint oh, and yeah. say hello." So I, I went into the pub, and um, she was playing a board game. I think it was chess or drafts or whatever with David Warner at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and he he just he said, oh, I won't be able to be with you in a minute. He supped up and he said goodbye to her. She said, yeah, cheers, David, see you tomorrow. And he walked out the pub. And I said to her, do you know who that is? She said, yeah, that's David. I think he lives around here. He comes in quite a lot. We just come in, he has a he has a beer and we, and we, uh, we play board games together. He's been coming in for quite a while ever since I've been working yeah, here. He's oh. really nice, you know. So he's David, no idea. Not, not, not a, a clue. Not a clue. She was playing mousetrap with him on the bar. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Getting she that little was. bloke to jump but in the bath. That's right, that's right. She was doing all of that. Yeah, kaplunk. <laughs> she had every different game every day. <laughs> not a clue who he was. Just David who came in are. and played games. Um, think Charlie Baker will see an Exeter City signing at two o'clock. I don't care. Yeah. What well, if it's Ronaldo? You won't no, be happy then, will you? I don't care. I don't care about him. I'm indifferent now, to them. Uh, 
Uh, what about this, Charlie? Uh, yes. A, a chess robot goes a bit Westworld. Yeah, I saw this. This is a troubling story. Mm. Chess playing robot um, was playing a uh, seven-year-old boy in Moscow, and something happened, uh, which resulted in the boy having a broken finger. Not nice, no, not nice, but nice for anybody. Nice. No, 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 we look no. seven-year-old boys in a lot of pain as the robot clamped down on his finger. Although some of those kids who are good at chess, they are annoying. So, but no, Charlie, <laughs> stop it. Malcolm Payne uh, joins us now, Daily Telegraph chess correspondent, to shed some light on exactly what happened. Hi, Malcolm. Good afternoon. Is this the robots taking over the world? Is this is is this what happened? Suddenly, was it was it a fit of peak because a seven-year-old was winning? I'm guessing not. I fear it's already uh, too late. There, the computers are already too strong for us. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I, I analysed the uh, the video in, in 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 almost excruciating detail to kind of get a move by move playback of what happened. And I think that the child was guilty, I suppose, of doing something that's known in internet chess as a pre-move. So when you're playing something called bullet chess, which mm. a lot of the a lot of the kids play, and it's you've got to play all your moves in a minute. Oh. And and, and if you run out of time, you lose. And one of the things that helps you play quicker is doing something called a pre-move, where you literally tell the computer, if he goes there, I go there. And then it happens automatically and you use no time. Okay. So yeah. in the game, the computer, uh, I say the computer because this robot is powered by computer software. So it's kind of a robotic arm that's driven by a piece of, of chess software that analyzes the moves and then tells the robotic arm which square to go and take the piece from. The computer was taking the kid's queen and I think the kid had seen that the computer was about to play bishop takes queen and he thought I'll play rook takes bishop immediately and he kind of executed that move before the robotic arm came down and boom the two met okay. and his finger was pinned to the board Ooh. so he was yeah he was trying to be a bit too clever I mean I've played this thing actually I played it a few years ago in in Minsk uh in in Belarus and it's a it's a very very strong player it's a brilliant player and it's powered by a piece of software. I think it's called mm. Stockfish, which is like one of the world's best computer programs. And it uh, it beats most people. I was very lucky to get away with a draw. It didn't get and you by the throat. Yeah, the at the end. Indeed, <laughs> had me and up I against kept, the wall. <laughs> I kept well back. I can tell you, I kept well back. I what was it trying to do in. then? What was it trying to do? Just stopping it was, from it, moving it, the piece? It was just no. It was no, taking, no. taking its move, wasn't it? Or yeah, it was literally playing its move. Mm. So the thing is that it, it it was clear which move it was going to play. It was going to take the kid's queen and. But the, the, he just decided he'd already picked up his rook, I think, from the left-hand corner and moved it across to the starting square of the queen. And he was going to recapture the piece taking his queen, but he just did it a bit too quickly. And, and the robotic arm was down there and, yeah, pinned his finger against the board. Yeah, it looks, the rest of it, the rest of it makes pretty grim, uh, really grim watching, to be honest. Yeah. As the, I mean, what, what was the fallout from it? Was that, I mean, does, have they realised the mistake, the boy and his family? Are they not blaming the robot? They don't want it unplugged, do they? Yeah, I mean, the blame game has begun, of course. Uh, every, every person who works in tech says it's obviously user error and everyone who's the victim says, well, you know, you've programmed it badly. I, I think the jury's out and uh, I expect you'll see a court case in Moscow sometime. Oh, but, uh, He's going to be up yeah. before the beak. That'd be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Pixar You'll film. never take me it's alive. It's a Pixar film waiting to happen. Yeah, it really is. is. <laughs> Crashing out the back of the van. There we are. I hope he had no... Well, 
Mm. This charity that I run, we do it. We do a chess program in prisons. We bring uh, chess to prisoners inside a lot of UK jails, and so you know, like, he'll have plenty of time to play the computer. The robot will be in there. It's, Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Slopping out. You know, thinking two moves ahead, <laughs> taking up smoking. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Doing lifting weights. Yeah, that's it. in the gym. In the gym every day. Get a cushy job in the library. Won't he? The robot. <laughs> He definitely won't be able to work out outside. He'll seize up about bit WD forty. Oh, I think I think the the creepiest thing about it maybe though, if you look at the video, it seems like it was playing three games at once. Wow. You can't actually see the other two players, but you can see three chessboards and three games going on. So I think yeah. it was. Maybe it got with the other arm, he's having a knife fight. <laughs> <laughs> having a sword fight with one. Yeah, you've seen the other two. Never mind a broken finger. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, dear. Yeah, Poor bit, lad. Yeah. We are laughing. No, we're not. He's all right. He's all right. Yeah, but he's okay. He's he's he'll get a few quid out of yeah. yeah. but, uh, but you're right. Maybe he dispatched the other two people completely. Yeah, exactly. They're not in shock. Yeah, yeah. They're taking over That's the world. You Thank you, Malcolm. Yeah. Thanks for clearing that Thanks, up. Malcolm. Pleasure. Malcolm Payne, the Telegraph chess correspondent, getting the ball. We hope he's. I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's okay. Just, Probably should have checked. It was. Before we just, started really. No, he is. I mean, it. they say a. I mean, maybe a, a broken finger may have been talked up by the. Maybe some heavy bruising. Yeah. Um, yeah. David Warner, Andy Brown's been in touch. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's true. I'm going to try and check it out in the yeah. break. Uh, uh, David, he married that Australian barmaid. He did it. This is what. Oh, he couldn't have done. Andy Brown is saying he married that Australian barmaid. So I'm going to check that out when we've got a break, Paul. Because <laughs> if so, what a story. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, she was a fair bit younger than him. Well, wouldn't put it past. But, you know, they their love of they, gaming. Why do, he, why do you think he's turning up playing board games in the pub every day? That would be brilliant if they did marry. I have to go and look her <laughs> up again. Finding Remember, out that's now. Right, I'm finding yeah. out now, Paul. Didn't have a clue he was. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, the £1.4 million accumulator uh, has gone for me this <laughs> afternoon, sadly, in the first race. Um, so we press on and we bring you our first live race 
of the afternoon. Uh, Glorious Goodwood, the Vintage Stakes, and uh, Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly rejoin us. Good afternoon, Rupert. Good afternoon, Lizzie. Good afternoon. afternoon. And that first race was won by Frankie Dottori. Of course, he's not riding Stradivarius, and he's just been quoted as saying, I will be watching, I will miss riding him, but I wish him all the best of luck. that's nice. Yes, I saw him. He was writing in the little Sun column today saying very much uh, that. Do you get me? Have you ever heard that situation, Lizzie, when you've ridden a horse a bit and then suddenly you're not? Is Is it quite difficult? You feel a kind of ownership? Yeah, it's all it's awkward, and mm. as a jockey, you kind of can't help thinking that you know. Well, I could have won on that if the if the horse yeah. wins again, or if it doesn't, then you sort of think, well, you know, I'd have done a better job. But that's just the competitive nature, and I'm sure that Frankie will, you know, feel that um, he would have loved to have kept the ride. But um, obviously, things haven't quite happened that way. But it, you know, it's not a nice feeling, really. Is, is he on does anything the horse, else? Does the horse says like, you know, it's not you, it's me. Did the horse, yeah, <laughs> can it's we com- stay friends? Status is complicated. Does, <laughs> does um, yeah, is. I take it he's not. Is he riding in that race on another uh, horse, Rupert? Or not? Uh, no, he's not. No. He's riding in the uh, the three o'clock on Kin Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know he's got rides this week. But obviously the Stradivarius one is you know that's the main focus today. But at least now the sort of the tension's out of it now, and now they're sort of moving on and appreciate that this could be Stradivarius's last run. And you know Frankie wants to enjoy seeing him run and hopefully running well because he he's brought so much not just to him but to the racing public at large. I think absolutely. I've just seen the size of the field in the 150. Good job we weren't commentating on that <laughs> not in those dark glasses anyway uh, so. I was on the other side oh, my friend oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> over on TalkSport 2 you get in every race yeah, yeah. that's true um, but yeah a more manageable uh, just remind us uh, Lizzie who you're favouring in this first race so I particularly like Doorknock Castle. Um, he's five to one at the moment, about fourth favourite. Um, he's got a really lovely profile. Has been um, exciting in in his sort of prep races up to this. Obviously, the favourite is Holloway Boy, who we saw um, winning impressively at Ascot. My only reservation is that the horses that finished kind of closest to him that have run since, both of whom have um, actually finished last in in their races. So it just it just says to me that maybe he didn't beat a huge amount but Mm. in in a race obviously you can only beat what's in the field um so you know that might be um you know a a sort of red herring if you like he did win at ascot really impressively holloway boy so um it'll be interesting to see if he can um, progress from there and uh, you, you're agreeing with Lizzie. Kieran Fallon on board, I see. Yeah, yeah. Son, son of Kieran mm. Fallon. Yeah. And Charlie and Mark Johnson, they won the first race that Frankie rode on. They have a hugely successful record at this meeting. So that's why um, clearly they, they, uh, they've also got another one in it with the Dear My Friend, which is not an easy thing to say mm-hmm. at speed. No. <laughs> so um, it, it doesn't flow off. F- <laughs> anyway, that's good. Anyway, no. it doesn't flow off the tongue. So, but it's again, just like Doorknock Castle comes two from two, again, has to be respected. So I think this is a good little race, usually won by a good horse and um, one that might be progressing to a pretty elite level in, in, sub- in next year. So I think it's well worth watching this in terms of the potential and Holloway Boy will obviously be hoping given that the owners, if I'm not mistaken, only ran him so they could get tickets for the Royal Meeting. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, wow. that's right, yeah. <laughs> that's right. They were supposed to have a box and somehow they were let they were let down at the um, last minute by, mm. by the race course and so they entered this horse to just get the owners You can badges. say that when you're here. So you can't ask it. They've been checking you out there for criticising them there, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all right. quite, a, quite a long way round to get tickets, doesn't it? You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good to go online. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> yeah. Dark third. 
30 I'm on each way dark 30 dark 30 we, we putting him off for of that guys or not uh, well all I've got is from a Dean Saunders here today saying I'm just backing uh, well, however Dean well, Saunders Dean Saunders doesn't speak like that which Dean Saunders is he's Welsh <laughs> is he well I can't do a Welsh accent oh, okay, okay. I'm not, not going <laughs> to try Boyle uh, oh. so, so uh, Dark 30 he said he's just backing Ryan Moore blind and I think you you may be doing your dough there Charlie oh, no, okay um, just some of the things they're saying about your new dark glasses. Are you uh, wearing them for the race room, put those glasses or not? Uh, no, I've just taken them off. I, actually, I have taken a photograph with Lizzie and they suit her better. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, some <laughs> of the people suggested you were great in Superman 2, a picture of <laughs> Alfred Spider-Man. Molina. In Spider-Man. <laughs> in, uh, yeah. Spider-Man 2, sorry, I do apologise. A Ninja Turtle you've been compared to. <laughs> Uh, ah, some which of the one? Which one? Donatello? Uh, the cool, what, the handsome one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the <laughs> well, they're all pretty ugly, yeah. actually. Oh. I, I remember right. <laughs> so, so uh, thank you, Charlie. Oh, uh, they're, they're a bit tardy, aren't they? At uh, glorious Goodwood. Yeah. Another glass, glass of Bims has been sunk. Yeah. We're, are we nearly there? Well, um, I'll tell you what. We're only about touching distance from Alan Brazil. Oh, uh, oh I can see Alan Brazil is staggering. I've been waved at by Tony <laughs> Cotty, uh, and they're having a. And they, they know I'm working. They're in full. Um, wind down mode at oh, the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fantastic. And Ray, uh, yeah, what could possibly go wrong with Ray Parler, Dean Saunders, <laughs> Alan Brazil, and TC this afternoon? Well, what could possibly go wrong? And Alan is hacked off because he didn't. He was told to back the first winner and he didn't. Oh. So he, he groaned and, and he rumped at me a few moments ago. Still three horses to go in. It seems yeah, well, to be taking a long time. Well, it's leisurely. It's, why not by the seaside? Just take it's a yeah. holiday feel, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, but I don't. Yes, two more to go in, and also two-year-olds can take a bit a little longer mm. to to load because they're inexperienced, um, and many of these haven't yeah. run many times. Stick yeah. t- stick Peppa Pig on and give them the uh, old. Uh, is that what you iPad, do? Pad, that's what I Give them the iPad. Just yeah, that's what, that's what Charlie does. Give him an iPad. And what's the sh- uh, um, what's the sheep program that St- your boys? Again. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's quite a lot of those, Rupert. Certainly, <laughs> he's not as good as it used to be. Timmy <laughs> time. <laughs> what's the sheep program? That Sean, you the sheep. Uh, Sean the Sean sheep. Sean the sheep. Sean the sheep. I think we're nearly there. We'll uh, get your bins right. on and we'll crack yeah. on. Right, <laughs> I hope this is not sheep's worthy commentary. Anyway, here we go. Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker on Talks. Sport. Marban is finishing like a wet sail on the outside. Marban, Holloway boy with half a furlong to go, just has his nose in front, but here comes Marban on the stand side, and Marban and Holloway boy having a battle to the line, and winning a little cheekily in the end is Marban and Jamie Spencer, won by just about a neck. Good performance that Marban, but Holloway boy, no disgrace in defeat, but just found one too good for him this afternoon. And the lady in the background screaming, she was either oh, on Marban or Holloway uh, boy, well, the Goodwood oh, Screamer. Well, she is right <laughs> above my head. Yes, I could notice that. Yes. I, I couldn't tell her and turn around to her and say, shut up, you're in commentary. That oh. wouldn't be, be a bit rude, wouldn't <laughs> Not it? Not very gallant, shame. Yeah, good stuff. Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker on Talk Sport. What's this one? Fran... Key goes to Hollywood for Frank uh, Kirby. Frank Kirby, Frank goes Kirby to Hollywood. doesn't really work, does it? But um, it, it gets that progressively more ours. difficult as we go through the squad. Once we've done a play, I mean, we could play, uh, we could play um, "Stanway to Heaven," but we yeah. have given you a, 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 a Georgia yeah, Stanway yeah. song this afternoon. But uh, we may look. We may have to start doubling. Depends how desperate we get. Yeah. Um, so yes, well, we've got some other good ones though coming in. But uh, that was Kev who suggested that one. Songs uh, to cheer the girls on tonight in the big game between England and Sweden. Yeah. Or K- K- 
coming out of uh, the breaks with all your suggested tunes. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine. Tweet to TS H and J. And those looks you cultivated as well. Uh, and indeed, uh, what else were we looking for? Yeah, the, the very worst time to purchase something such as oh, yeah. Newquay Beach for a. Um, a, a bodyboard on the, on the looks but we've opened that out to, to nicknames as well mm, which you, yeah. you, you did a second ago Dave the Goon has been in touch as a young man I gathered my family told them I wanted to be referred to as Noodle from then on <laughs> that's the worst thing you can do because they're never going to do it are they if you say can you just call me this call me Noodle call from me now this on. From there on, like the, the governor. Call me the governor. <laughs> as people have learned in the past, it doesn't always take off. Do you want a new job, Paul? Uh, yeah, go on then. Wanted. Someone <clears throat> to get fired every day. Circus Fantasia. I think they want a woman, though, don't they? I don't know, but I, I think you well, could pull them up on di- on discrimination. They've insisted on they want a female. They've probably got a male one. You think they've got two, do they? Yeah, yeah. OK. Circus Fantasia is hiring a, a female human cannonball. Wow. And the successful applicant will be blasted from a gun at 60 mile an hour to thrill big top crowds. Boss Matthew Wingate warned it's not for the faint-hearted. Have you ever seen it, Paul? I've seen it. Yeah. I mean, I've, I just... It I've, is good. I've wondered before. What I mean, it, imagine it's, if you've got a bad back, it's not. I couldn't see Alan Brazil, my back. <laughs> couldn't see him being a human cannibal. That would, that would be the, the main sticking point, It would be, yeah, it would be. Yeah. Um, but also, um, it, yeah, it, it, it looks pretty high risk. Yeah, uh, why do you think he wants a woman to do it? Do you think there's a costume involved? I think there might be. Well, I think maybe they've got a male one. They like they just want to just equal opportunity yeah. employer at uh, fan- yeah, Circus Fantasia. Are, so if anyone wants Circus Fantasia, yeah. if anyone's interested, uh, I don't know if you saw in the papers today um, a, an absent-minded dad who keeps forgetting his Tesco club card has had the QR code tattooed on his arm. <laughs> Did no one tell him there's an app? <laughs> Feels a bit much. I've got one on my phone. You just, I just click it twice on the side of my phone. The card comes up. It's, it's a doddle every time you go shopping. I mean, tattoos started out as like, well, you know, like pirates going, yeah, and I sailed the seven seas. And this is my. And one, this yeah. is when I murdered the man for the gold in the ocean, Pacific Ocean. Keep it light. And this, this is yeah. when we discovered all the jewels in. And this is me Tesco club me card. Well, I've mentioned before, a friend of uh, my son's wanted to have a barcode on the top of his neck. Oh yeah. So he took in a barcode to the tattooist because the tattooist said, "Well, I haven't got one. Just go and get a reference for me." So he went out of the shop and got one. The guy did what he wanted. Yeah. And one day, one of the other friends worked there and had the scanner <laughs> and uh, put it on the lad's neck. And it's an uh, economy ham. That's <laughs> <laughs> Scanned his how neck. lovely. Tesco economy ham. Oh, how nice. Other supermarkets, of course, are available. Well, I've, I've, seen, a few, in I've, on them I've seen a few actors who could have that. That was... <laughs> <laughs> are you an economy ham? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's right. Do that as nice. they come in for the audition. We yeah. can't afford him. The premium. That's right. Um, congratulations, Stacey Solomon, Joe Swash. Joe's been on the show over the years. Nice yes. lad, always good value. Uh, they got married. Um, they had a lot of pals there. Well, you do at your wedding, yeah, don't you? With the do. papers, yeah, nice. And music was performed by James Argent's band, The Arge Band. Oh, yeah. He hasn't really worked very hard at that Arge, has <laughs> he? They've just called themselves The Arge. The Arge. He is, couldn't is, call themselves Argent because, obviously, somebody got there first. Who's he? Who's he? He's uh, Only Wears Essex, is he? That's James right. Argent, yeah, is he? but oh, they yeah. called themselves The Arge Band. Yeah, my brother. So, we were discussing this yesterday. My brother, who's 50 this year. Happy birthday soon. Yeah. Um, uh, he has a, as a teenager. Yeah. He used to drive mum and dad mad for about a year. He'd go around saying, Arg. Arg, <laughs> really? Say, arg. You'd, ask, you'd ask him a question and he'd say, Arg. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I 
And how old was he when he, he did like that? 46. Now in his teenage years. Really? No, he, just got, he just got into the habit of it. I don't know if he's ever got out of the habit of saying well, Get him on later. Get him on to say Get it. him on very to bring, nice, back, yeah. bring back ARG. Anyway, uh, more on that later. I'm sure he can't wait. Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker on Talk Sport. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. You are picking uh, songs ahead of uh, the England-Sweden game tonight. And, uh, of course, that one was pretty obvious. Ella Toon. Ella Toon, of course, their Goal scorer against uh, I've got to say, this feature, I've never seen my friend, the producer, John. We should thank um, uh, Dan for that I've one. I've never thank seen you, him more angry about a feature than yeah, this Yeah, I mean, we feature. are being annoying. We're just pressing a button, speaking to the gallery and just shouting what out. What about songs. this one? Yeah, and he's he's losing his Bright patience. eyes. Millie Bright, his... Mike Bright eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Losing his patience with us. Okay. Oh, which is easy done. Anyway, um, let's head back to Glorious Goodwood. Um, Fletch was telling you we've got the big race at 3.35, but before that, of course, we have a race at 3 o'clock, and they're loading them in. There's a few more to go in. Uh, Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly are there to commentate for us. Sacred is another one trying to get to Sandrine, but it's a battle between uh, Sandrine and Happy Parron. Now Sacred is starting to run on, but Sandrine just has the advantage, and Fragonatori is flying on the far side, but the line has come too late for him on Kinross because I think Sandrine has just held on and the lady was back cheering on something I wonder whether she's managed to have a winner today because <laughs> uh, she got very excited with a furlong to go uh, the 12 to 1 winner with the fast finishing Kinross in second at 4 to 1 and Pogo was third at 6 to 1 next we have the big one with Stradivarius Trusan and Kiprios all doing battle again Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker on Talk Sport Afternoon, it's Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker uh, here on Talk Sport. And you are coming up with uh, tunes uh, for the England team this afternoon, uh, so you can uh, keep you can keep those coming. That's Jess Carter, of course. Get yes, Carter, lovely. yes, brilliant. Um, and uh, yeah, keep keep your suggestions coming. Talksport.com, text eight ten eighty nine, tweet to TSH and J to cheer the girls on to victory yeah. this evening against Sweden. Live on Talksport from seven o'clock. Uh, now, uh, the SPL uh, gets underway this weekend. Yes, lovely. To chat about that, a man who podcasts on Scottish football, is a fan of a club up there, and is indeed a fine comedian. Uh, joining us now, Ray Bradshaw. Good afternoon, Ray. Hey, Ray. Hey, guys. How are we getting on? Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, we're good, Ray. We're good. You getting all excited, start of the season? Yeah. Uh, see, this is the thing, because a lot of people don't realise, so... The Scottish League Cup's already started, so we're four games in. Mm. Uh, Motherwell have already been booed off in Europe. <laughs> um, we are good to go. Hibs have already been fined for playing an ineligible player, so okay. they've, they're out the cup already. Um, it's all systems go up here. Yes. Yeah. Um, who who is your team, by the way? So I support I support Partick Thistle. So we're the division below. Yeah. So I think I've supported them 25 years and we've had six relegations and five promotions in that time. So <laughs> It's never done. Much, no, just mm. sexy football non-stop. Yeah, yeah. constant. It's um, it's going to be an interesting season, I think, isn't it, after uh, last year and the job that uh, Ange did at uh, Celtic. It's, um, I mean, I don't know how you feel about the old firm as somebody who doesn't support either 
What's your take on it? Yeah, I'm happy for both of them to lose every week. Quite happy <laughs> on that. Uh, I think I think it's going to be fascinating this season because Postacoglu came in, he made 17 signings last year and still managed to win the league because Rangers, let's be honest, dropped the ball in the league while focusing on a brilliant Europa League campaign. And that kind of... But when Van Bronckhorst came in from November onwards, that kind of took the pressure off them a little bit because they did so well in Europe. Whereas there were, I think, six games in a row they dropped points or something like that. So mm. they've signed, they've recruited, they've sold Kevin Bassey for a lot of money uh, recently. He'll go into great things. But yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting between the, those two. And so many teams underperformed last season. Aberdeen finished 10th. Mm-hmm. Um, which is very unlike them. Used to finishing like third and second when Rangers went in the league. So, no, I think it's going to be it's going to be good. I think as usual with Scottish football, it's going to be a mixture of good and dreadful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Aberdeen signed a player called Cal Roberts yesterday from Notts County. They're mm-hmm. sort of one of their star midfielders. So wow, a very very good player it's at that level. Yeah, leap, big quite a big leap though for him. I think that'll be. But yeah, um, so can you see it? Be, I mean. Can you look beyond the top two? It's this question you want we ask every single year. George, do you think do you think Ange will run away with it again this year? No, I think the I think Rangers Celtic will be close and then there'll be a gap. Hearts got relatively close last season, but there there will be uh, Rangers and Celtic will be miles ahead. Aberdeen have recouped seven, eight million quid in sales. They've sold Lewis Ferguson out to Italy to Bologna. Calvin Ramsey obviously going down to um uh, oh, yeah. so, oh, oh yeah, sorry, so, Ramsey. Sorry, we meant uh, Bassey. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Bassey. No, Calvin yeah. Ramsey. He's yeah. away. So they've they've spent a lot. Of, uh, they've got a lot of money in. They've spent a lot of money. They've signed um, a North Macedonian striker, Miowski, but because of they signed him about four or five weeks ago, but he only got his work permit last week. Mm. So because our season starts so early, you get guys coming into the team when players have played four or five games. But it's going to be yeah. I think I think Celtic might have enough keeping. Carter Vickers and Jota, these loan signings and signing them. Um, but Rangers get twenty million in, in the bank for Bassey, so they might pull out another marquee C- uh, signing. But we all saw how well that went with Aaron Ramsey. <laughs> um, there's some um, a party. I was, I was reading something about a bit of controversy over the new kit of uh, your team. Have you seen this, Ray? Yes. Uh, so we've got a mascot called Kingsley. Oh yeah, if you don't know best, you, best yeah. mascot in the mm-hmm. in the league. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't know what he looks like, imagine a sleep paralysis demon. And that's the kind of thing we've gone for. So that's Kingsley. And we've done some charity strips where he's on the kit. But our PR department quite cleverly leaked it as if it was going to be our real kit. And the internet went into meltdown. So we've got that. That's quite good. Um, but yeah, we, we're hopefully... We finished in the playoffs last season for first division uh, the championships, hopefully going to try to do one better than that but um, we're currently trying to um, maybe our first game starts on Saturdays against Dundee but we might not be going up there because they want 24 quid uh, for a championship game in Scotland which is very expensive but also you cannot pay at the gate you can only pay beforehand which uh, seems Uh alien to football fans doesn't it? It's happening a lot more it is happening I mean it's an exciting weekend for you as well because obviously the Edinburgh Festival starts this weekend as well I'm assuming near home so pretty good for you won't have the accommodation problem that lots of other comedians have had tell us about your show are you excited you get excited for the festival Ray? You've called it Bored Ginger you've been a bit hard on yourself there (laughs) aren't you? Like I want you to just call it two things that I am (laughs) 
And, uh, so it's simple, isn't it? I could have gone for my wife suggested a lot of harsher titles, but I thought, no, that one will do. <laughs> yeah, and the fringe this year is different for me. So I'm doing a really small venue, Charlie. So I'm doing a 40 seater, lovely, and then I'm doing a UK tour next year. So I'm Ooh. doing all round. Um, so in Glasgow, I'm doing a 1500 seater, which, um, if, if anyone is listening, please bring 1,400 of your pals. <laughs> That'd be lovely. It could be good. Um, so, yeah, so that's all kind of ramping up. Were you, are you, you're not coming up, are you? I'm not coming up. No, I won't be up. But it's nice to do a little 40 seats like that, isn't it? Because you can hope... For, the the, the mm. theory is, Paul, that you yeah. sell it out early in the day. Mm. Yeah. You know, they're sold, it's sold out. So, so you your, can money's, your money's safe, uh, as they say. Like bullseye. And you, yeah. can, you can put on your poster, sold out. And then when you're playing to 12 people that night, because it hasn't quite gone to plan, <laughs> it does feel like a, a slight... Yeah. Uh, so I've I've only uh, I've I've gigged with you a couple of times, Ray, but I've also seen you do a lot of uh, TV warm up, which they don't let anybody just yes. do. You know, you have to yeah. be safe pair of hands for that. Will you be doing any crowd work? Is it all written? How you how you going about it this time? Uh, it says a lot about uh, fringe things. When you said twelve people, I was like in my head, I was like, that's still thirty. I take twelve. Yeah, I take twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not bad at all. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll be doing a mixture. I've I've just I've been doing a tour support for like the last six months, so I've not written as much material as I would have liked. Sure. So I'm a bit far behind on that. So um, the more it goes on, the less crowd work I'll do when the material is stronger. Um, I think that will be the way, definitely. You've been on the road with John Bishop, is that right? Or, or did you do Yeah, yeah so here? we did. Uh, so did John's tour. So hmm. did everything from Wembley to the O2 to the Hydro oh. back in Glasgow. So, And then my first gig back was uh, 17 people in a nightclub in Glasgow that I used to be a glass collector on. Wow. And I was like, oh, this has peaked already. I cannot believe this. Was yeah. it the support in, in a in a big stadium like that? What's mm. I mean, we've talked about this, Charlie. I mean, what, what is that like, Ray? Is, is, it, is it a tough gig or not? I mean, I suppose people are coming no. in with their pints and if you're making them laugh as they sit down, that's a good sign, isn't it? Yeah, it was great. I would say, so John had never had a support act before, so the first five minutes each night was a bit tough because they weren't expect. I think I walked on stage and they were like, oh my God, John Bishop's let himself go. <laughs> um, and then it just kind of worked out. But by the end, so I would do 25 to 30 minutes each night. By the end, it was fine. Apart from in Dublin at the very end of the gig, Charlie, I don't know if you've ever done this, eight and a half thousand people there. At the very end of the gig in Dublin Arena, I said, thank you, Belfast. Oh, and wow. This was a mistake. I've never people, done that. I've never done that. Tight. <laughs> people were tagging the Irish police on Twitter saying there's been a hate crime at Dublin Arena and all that stuff. it was horrible Brilliant. Oh, so what time's your show and uh, where can people see it if they want to so half seven at uh, the Waverley Bar in Edinburgh and then I'm on tour I'm going literally, I'm going to places I've never heard of like Borden never heard of that oh. uh, so I'm going to 40, 50 dates so if you go to raybradshaw.com you can find them all there and, 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 and Partick are they going to they win the league is it their season? Mm. You know what? I think we might actually. I think we've recruited quite well, um, and yeah, I think we'll be we'll be challenging for it. We got relegated a, a three or four seasons now, so we've not been in the top flight for a bit. So yeah, I think we might. What about Torquay? Uh, yeah, always going to win the league. Always. Definitely. This is the year. <laughs> walk it. I think this is the year. Going to walk it. Yeah, it's walk by Christmas. Might want it by Christmas. It'd be boring then. <laughs> it's it's a tedious like, procession. Constant, for the rest of the constant open top bus yeah. par- parades around everywhere <laughs> yeah. we play. And you've got an SPL podcast, is that right, Ray? You think? Yeah, so I've just been doing a preview podcast for every team in the Premiership. Hence, why I know about yeah. random signings and stuff yeah. like that. So. Um, yeah, you can get them online, but uh, yeah, it's been enjoyable chatting to. So we recorded some today with Graham Murty, the former Rangers manager, oh, yeah. talking about Rangers coming up for the season, and um, 
Yeah, a bit more in depth in the SPFL if you want to see the Scottish Premiership because I think a lot of people know about the big teams, but they might not know that the top scorer in Scotland last season was a Ross County player, wow. which is and also bleak. Top scorer last season in Scotland. How many goals do you think they got? Uh, uh, 18. 18. <laughs> yeah, five is actually nearly closer than 18. 13 goals. Oh, wow. Regan Charles Cook was a top scorer. In a 38 game season. Wow. The the pewter boot they've been giving out. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, Ray. All the best. Thanks very much. Brilliant. No worries, guys. Have a good one. Ray Bradshaw there. Funny man, Paul. He's a very nice man. He's very funny. I saw some tweets from him earlier in the week, and uh, and I said, I'm sure Charlie will know him. Do a bit of SPL and get him on. Nice. Great value. I'm sure we'll speak to him again as the season gets underway. Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker on Talk Sport. I've travelled the world to learn I must. Matt Monroe there from Russo with Love. Uh, we are bringing you songs associated with the uh, England women's squad taking on Sweden tonight, live on TalkSport from 7. You can keep them coming. TalkSport.com. Singing, singing bus driver, Paul, was he? Singing, I think he was. Yeah, bus yeah. Driver, I think he sang when he was Monroe? driving the bus. But, I don't uh, know. Yeah, what a story. Lovely. It's, it's a bit of a springboard for, I mean, prime ministers, bus drivers, although he didn't get the job, John Major. He was a, wasn't he a, a failed bus, bus driver? Was he didn't he? get the gig. Um, but, yeah, anyway, we'll move yeah. on. It doesn't take change. That's That's right. Uh, they would have had you know, a conductor in those days. In those days, days jump on the back. Matt Monroe, it was just the one job. Anyway, we move on because this is Talk Sport. We've got a massive race coming oh, up. It's, uh, it's the Goodwood Cup, Stradivarius and all. Uh, rejoining us now, Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly. Stradivarius is on the far side. He's got a clear run. Can he get there? Coltrane inside the distance. Holly Doyle and Ryan Moore absolutely throwing everything in it. On this side, Trushan Kiprios. Stradivarius on the far side. But Kiprios has broken Trushan's heart. But Stradivarius, oh, heartbreak for Stradivarius as Kiprios has just held on. There we are, Rupert Bone, Lizzie Kelly. As we said, three more live races for you tomorrow. Yeah, very nice. Glorious. Good. That was, I mean, you'll see it later on because it's a big, a really great race. Jamie was on. Jamie was on the, the AP. Was Our on, assistant uh, producer was on. On Kiprios. Yeah, he Drinks looked very happy. He's I'll walked take it. out now. I mean, considering the odds, uh, Kiprios, which were very, very short, I, I don't know if, if he put the mortgage <laughs> on it. He's won there. <laughs> Seems won. to be very happy. He's walked out. No, he's normally twen- on the V's. Not his twenty pence each way. Yeah, just telling the producer what he thinks of him. <laughs> and the times I've wanted to do that, I think I can see him. Tell him, him a song. He's, Tell him a song. He's, he's standing over the producer now, pointing, <laughs> swearing constantly without pause, and he's just doing what we've all wanted to he's do. Just what everybody <laughs> thinks in that gallery. <laughs> They've all wanted to do it, and Jamie a bunch can, of fifties. He's just chucked in his face. Yeah, Jamie can do that now with the Kiprios money. It's Kiprios money he's working. He's with come now. in. He's Kiprios he'll money. He'll go out next, in. and he'll just it will just work his way around the building. <laughs> Let them all know. Let them all know what he thinks of them. And then Andy Golsey just caught him on the way out. And then he just chucked fifties at him. Yeah, just then he'll just storm out of the studios, never to be seen again. Unlike the money's coming. That's the Kiprios money uh, allowed him uh, to do that. Just Charlie, we've, we're going to be talking to Marianne Spacey Cowan very shortly yeah. ahead of tonight's game. And um, there was a letter about um, I think somebody had their accent taken the the, the Mickey out of okay. at work. And, and um, I think a lad called Paul wrote to the Telegraph said, "I sympathise with uh, David, whose Yorkshire accent was mocked when he worked at a bank. I have a Cornish accent, and I often put up with oo are a lot." 
uh, when I work in yes. the city. Do you get? I mean, Charlie, it's low I mean, level. Well, actually, I actually, think that's very really cruel. I'm going to see if we can pick out uh, Andy <clears throat> uh, sat in my seat on the Saturday warm up, mm. game day warm up. Saturday just gone. Yeah, and I've listened back to how we started the show, Paul. And I think actually, I'll try and get the clip during the break of it, and we can hear Andy. Actually, there is there's a bit of that bit of who are a bit of who are going on, which is you know. It's 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 uh, disrespectful, Paul. Oh, it is. It is. I know it's you're, you're very Everybody, about everybody that. likes a go at it, don't they? Yeah, they certainly do. You know, it's not very nice, is it? Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker on Talk Sport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. I'll be back with Andy uh, tomorrow for more live racing. Uh, looking back on the semi-final, hopefully looking forward to an England final oh, well, uh, so. at the weekend. With so. Fingers crossed. But uh, and in I'll the be meantime, back Thursday. Point is first spread in the in the uh, studio for, yeah. for a while. It's been a while so, you know, because you've been playing while. Tony Blair. So yeah, first spread in the studio for a while. Uh, um, Charlie back on Thursday. Do hope you can join us from one. If not, podcast as always available from four. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four p.m. on Talksport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 